Guys, what's up? This is a impromptu recording. Uh, I had a little technical difficulties this weekend. Something like St. John's offensive ability in the last minute of the game type difficulties. Didn't know what I was doing. Couldn't get to record. By the time I figured it out, it was too late. So here I am <clears throat> Monday morning giving you some info in the St. John's loss to Marquette. A loss that really hurts more so than some other losses this year where we were never in the game or never really had a chance to win. This one felt like one we played well enough to steal, and I thought we were going to steal it. But alas, St. John's is going to St. John's. Tied up, 71 with a minute left. Marquette makes a tough drive and a tough finish to take a two-point lead with about 30 seconds left. All right, by the time St. John's gets across half court, Calls a timeout. I think there was just under 25 seconds left in the game, or maybe just over 25 seconds left in the game. Down two with the basketball and a timeout. Now, what happened after the timeout is just inexcusable. You can point to a number of different people and say, maybe it was Coach Anderson's fault for not drawing it up. I agree. Definitely a lot of blame to go towards Coach Anderson in this situation. You could point towards Rasheem Dunn and say, you know, fifth-year senior guard, you got to know better. And this isn't the first time we've put the ball in your hands and asked you to finish off a game. And uh, similarly similarly to those situations last year, it didn't turn out well for us in this case. So we got the ball to Rasheem, and he dribbled up top for the majority of that time on the clock. And with about under 10, I think, eight seconds left, he decided to make his move towards the basket, kicks it to Vince Cole, who tries to drive and eventually loses the ball off Marquette player out of bounds with one point whatever seconds left, and we're forced to, without a timeout, draw up something to get Champagny a somewhat, somewhat decent look at a winning corner three, which he did not make, unfortunately. So the problem here is with that much time left and you're down two, you need to extend the game out. You don't rush to take any shot possible, but you do draw something up quickly to get a good look at the basket. Now, if you make a basket and there happens to be 18 seconds left, then you take your chances getting a stop tied up. But if you miss it, then you have 20 or so seconds left to extend this game. That's an eternity in a college basketball game. You foul, you hope they miss free throws. Even if they make both of them, you're still only down four. With 20-odd seconds left, you can still come down. Attempt to three, attempt to two, and keep playing this game two or three times down the court. If you're tied in that situation, then sure, hold the ball, absolutely get the last shot on the clock. But if you're down, you don't do that. Don't do that. And I, um, it's hard to even think of reasons you would do that. If you're down one, maybe, because then a two-point basket gets you the win. Maybe, but still I wouldn't agree with it then, but I could see your point. Down two, it's not like we drew up a play for a three-point shot to get the win. We had no idea what we were doing. Again, Coach Anderson, Rasheem, whose fault is it? I think the coach has to take the blame. Even if you claim that you drew something up that didn't take place, he mentioned a, a pick and roll between Greg and Champ, which is what I would hope would be drawn up. How is that not executed coming out of a timeout with the, the game on the line? <clears throat> has to be, you know, put into a, a clear design a clear purpose of what we're doing this is the game right here guys which is really disappointing this is one of those games where it could change the complexion of a season three and five sounds a lot better it would have been three and five and sixth place in the big east instead we're two and six pretty much in the basement ahead of you know georgetown and DePaul and butler which you know 
doesn't mean we're any good. It just means there's some bad teams in the Big East. But it hurts. And the second half where we saw Julian really step up, struggle in the first half as a team. We kind of struggled in the first half, couldn't get anything going, hung around somewhat. And then Julian got hot. Team started playing well. Uh, Josh Roberts was a huge, huge key defensively. Four blocks gave us a presence, a presence that we need if we're going to be a aggressive defensive team. And that's exactly what we're going to be under Coach Anderson. So to see him give him more of a shot and for Josh to take um, advantage of it was good to see. And we need that moving forward. Toro couldn't jump over a phone book. It's incredible how little he gets off the ground. And he's not really moving guys around enough to create space without that ability. And he can't really garner those rebounds amongst, you know, one guy, let alone two or three bodies. So we need to see Josh continue that play. Uh, Julian, so, so solid, so good. And he's just, he's becoming more and more confident in his ability. Uh, his jump shot, it's uh, it's damn good. And I'd like to see us use him more as a three from time to time, get to some bigger lineups out there uh, with Josh at the five, Julian at the three, and maybe Marcellus or more, one of those two guys at the four for some stretches so he can get some size. And that would eliminate the, the need to play Dunn and Posh together, which is something I honestly never want to see again. Unless we need it in some ball handling situations or foul trouble situations. I know we don't have the most guard depth, but having both those guys on the court limits what we can do offensively in so many ways. Um, I would love for Posh to be the starter, Dunn to be the backup point guard, and rarely if ever see those guys play together. Greg at the two, Wusu backing up at the two and the three, Cole playing minutes pretty much only at the three. Uh, he's got to work harder to get shots. He's got to work harder on defensive end. Those two lapses in the second half almost buried us. Who knows if it's what caused us the game, but that defensive lapse where he missed Carton on the uh, – Dribble handoff, finished with the dunk, and then he turned it over the next play, gave him another dunk down the other way. Um, he he loses his mental uh, approach in the game too easily, it seems, and he can get flustered. But offensively, talent-wise, we need him to step up. So we get to turn right around and play Connecticut tonight without their best player, Book Knight. Um, so hopefully we can take advantage of that. I got a weird feeling we're due for an all-around good game. Offensive clicking, defensive putting it together. I say we come out and we surprise Connecticut on the road and we beat him in a close one. A a nice uh close to forty minute game. But I have been wrong plenty of times. I'm a St. John's fan after all. But anyway guys, sorry for missing the game uh the recap right after the game. Hopefully you guys can listen to this before Monday night's game against Connecticut. Um Anything else? Oh, yeah, Posh had a pretty solid game. Nine points, eight assists, five steals. Uh, if he ever gets a consistent jump shot, and I think his jump shooting woes are a little bit different than Dunn. Dunn's shot is just way too much. It can't be consistent because he's got too much going on. He uh, brings it up, pulls it back, brings his feet into it, and he's just a lot going on. Same with his shots at the rim. He's always trying to do a little bit too much, in my opinion. Um, moving the ball, trying to get fouled, plays with it a little bit too much. Posh's shot, it's a little quick release. It's not pure in any sense, but I think he's able to get it off in uh, more ways, which make it uh, a greater potential for him to be a, a capable, um, dependable, open three-point shooter, someone you have to guard. And if you have to guard him, it's going to be hard to keep in front of you. Uh, so good little game by Posh. He's got to continue to get better with the basketball. Wu Su fouled out. He fouls like crazy, but he plays his ass off as well. Does a lot of things 
really, uh, you know, surprisingly well for a freshman, but he's, he's built like a 30 year old man. So, um, maybe that's just what he is. A, uh, smart, reliable guy who will have to stop fouling as much as he hopes to play more minutes in the future. And I think we're going to use him, you know, in the future as more of a, uh, a guard slash wing slash do it all guy. So awesome piece going forward. Um, let's go get this win tonight. Beat UConn. Uh, we are.